You're now tuned into the Fully Booked Podcast with Mace, French and Pox. Enjoy the listen. Where to go? Tell me where to go. Moving on to uh, part four, know your real edge and don't fake it. The more a man is playing his real edge, the more valuable he is as a good company for other men. The more he can be trusted to be authentic and fully present. Where a man's edge is located is less important than whether he is actually living his edge in truth, rather than being lazy or deluded. And that's on page 20. And furthermore, you can't be expected to be to give a good direction if your own sh- no, this is this is me um, uh, actually answering to that. Mm. And I, um, it was just a thought, actually. Yeah, I've noted it down as a thought. You can't be expected to give direction if your own ship is not headed towards a destination. And when, when I thought of that, uh, the quote of, I am the master of my fate, I am the captain of my soul, by uh, William Ernest, came to mind. And I believe that there's there are... There, there are those of us who fall off and slide back onto the edge of, onto the edge perpetually. It's being a constant battle. Now, would you say that you're living at your edge? And if not, why? That's a great, um, you know what? Like I thought about, you know, and there's a number of things maybe, and maybe, I'm sorry, and maybe, sorry, very, very quickly, just to give mm-hmm. a bit of context. So it doesn't matter whether you have notes or, or don't have notes, obviously, when discussing a book but usually I would, I would have notes and I was talking with obviously the guys yourself French and Mason that mm-hmm. I was I had food poisoning obviously when I was in, <laughs> I was ill when I was in Ghana and a lot I forgot a lot of what I'd actually read and I'm now a lot of it's now coming back to me as to my edge and stuff like that and I probably haven't really discussed this in recent time but I'm going to say over the past five years in particular over the past two three years I have to live on the edge I, I don't I don't think I can live any other way, which is why, again, going back to some of the things I was saying before as to when I'm talking and I can be aggressive or very strong, I'm like, it's with, we're right on the, I'm on edge, you know, and I feel I can't, I can't function. At this moment in time, over the past year or so, maybe longer, well, definitely longer because this, this pandemic, I feel I can't, I can't get the best of myself if I'm not living on edge. Nice. Um, I would in terms of edge and what's referred to in the book, does it mean, does it literally mean like living on the edge, like you're kind of, every decision counts, that kind of edge? No, no, I wouldn't say like, um, every life counts, every second counts, man. Like I'm living on the edge, dude. It's not, it's, it's not that kind of zany Hollywood edge, but more yeah. your personal edge of doing what you can, hammering down, are you giving your gift? Are you living yeah, I'm not, I'm your not highest yet. expectation? Are you, yeah. are you doing what you're meant to be doing, essentially? Yeah, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still trying to battle through, if that makes sense. But I'm definitely not there yet where I'm like, every, every minute, moment, second, hour counts and is dedicated to, to something that I need to be doing. I'm not there yet. What? Go on, Pete. Um, um, you know what? And just like in, a, like in addition to what I said as well, like... Um, yeah, I'm living on edge, but the, some of the things that I'm beginning to learn about myself is my emotions are quite height, are quite heightened as to when I'm actually that that's, that probably comes 
natural with, with living on the edge. Um, as your emotions are quite heightened. So I, I, I've realised my emotions are quite heightened as to living on the edge. And sometimes I have to bring myself down. But, um, yeah, not yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of mad, really. And I'm trying to even work it out as to, not why it is, because I know exactly why it is, because that's obviously, that's a lot of experiences I've had over the past five, six, five, six years, et cetera, et cetera. And I feel the need, there's a there's an urgency to get things done, et cetera, et cetera, in terms of my own purpose. And, um well, something else I was going to add to that as well. And boy, I mean, I was going to add the whole masculine thing in, in just the, in the masculine stuff as well. I've kind of forgot where I was going, but yeah, 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 I find my, my emotions are quite heightened when I'm on edge as well, but I don't think necessarily it's a bad thing, you know what I mean? I feel I get things done, but at the same time, obviously, yeah, that's what I'm going to say. As, as you know, I'm a very easy, very easy going person, very chilled person, but Obviously, it's a. I'm gonna say it's a flick. It's a. It's like the. It's like the. It's like a. You know, flick of the switch or or what have you. I can flick it on, turn it off, turn it on, etc. etc. But at the same time, I feel I can be not feminine as such. But I mean, I can be really extremely open with anyone and talk about experiences and talk about anything. So I don't really have. You know, well, on the subject of masculinity and femininity, you know, I feel I feel I'm cool. You know what I mean. Um, uh, what about yourself, Same question directed at yourself. I feel I am at times, as I, as I just kind of mentioned, I think there's those of us that fall off it and yeah. slide back on it. So, like, you just asked me a question before we started, uh, Mace, and I said no, but that's... And I said no to um, am I progressing with that. At the moment, no, because uh, this week I've been concentrating on on doing this recording, so I've had to read and take notes yeah, and yeah, etc. Yeah. But yeah. that's not me making an excuse. I'm still saying that's something that I intend to do. But that's what I would by me doing that. I would consider that be me living at my edge. But it doesn't mean to say I'm not pursuing what I need to do at the moment. In the meantime, so mm-hmm. I almost waver between the two. And I could be very critical of myself anyway. Like sometimes if I, like especially beforehand, I would have been like, if I'm chilling, I could be doing something that should be more towards my my edge, so to speak. But at the same time, I've also um, becoming more geared to allowing myself to have a respite and not be so yeah. Yeah. like rigid at times. Yeah. To be fair, um, since the turn of the year, I've started to gather back not gather back what's important to me, but definitely gather back a focus to things that are personal to me, that like, like, or things that I want to do, if that makes sense, that like are not, sometimes you get bogged down with mundane, I don't even want to be rude in the word mundane, but thing, things that are like, that you're doing, but actually in the grand scheme of things, they don't, they actually don't mean anything to you in a personal sense. Mm. And that, I just need to more balance and what I've started, since the time I've started to, I'm starting to, to, to get that bal- to edge back towards that um, balance of, of half and half, where I'm not just giving myself fully to something that actually I, it's not for me. If that, I don't know if that makes sense. But I'm yeah, it's, 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 it's about living with purpose. Like if you're doing exactly, something, do, exactly, it, do it with exactly purpose. That. Like I wanna, if I'm working, then I wanna work with, for it to be a purposeful work. I want it to be yeah. something that, yes, is 
I'm getting monetary benefits from it, but at the same time, it's my gift. I enjoy doing it. This is what I like to do. It's not, it's not an effort, so to speak. So certain things, going back to what you are saying, P, in regards to working in education and giving advice, like that is a, a natural gift for some of us. Maybe not everyone, but for some of us, it's not really like working. It's just like, yeah, this is what I do. And you can then obviously make a living from it. And it's, it's, pur- it's a purposeful work. It's a purposeful job, if you... If you understand what I'm saying, I understand. What's crazy that is that you say that is that I was um, I was speaking to someone the other day, and this person often basically you know obviously I got my other side hustle or whatever yeah, so hmm. like um, this person often like now and again I'll often come across this person and we we'll have a catch up how you doing and I actually met this person whilst doing that that side hustle and like um basically um. I was like, oh, how you doing? I haven't like seen you for like, I don't know, like maybe four or five months. And I used to like, used to come in and just say hi and whatnot, whatnot. And he was saying, oh yeah, blah, like blah, blah, blah. They went back home over Christmas and stuff and come back and all the rest of it. And he was saying, oh, like, I was saying, oh, how's things? Because they work for a really renowned organization actually. And I was saying, how's things there? And they were like, do you know what's crazy? Like, even though I'm, I'm okay and stuff, I've, and I don't know if, if, the, if she said she was reading something or, or she was starting to watch something, but she she actually mentioned this. She said, "I need to start. I need to start aligning my work with my own personal values." She said, "It's almost like I'm looking for something different, but whatever I go into next, it has to align with with what I believe in and what I think is important." Like and like example, like she didn't give this example. Examples such as like if you believe if you believe in in, in protecting the environment and climate and climate change and stuff like that. Like, obviously, you're not going to go and work for a company that's, you know, using a copious amount of plastic or whatever. So it's things like that she was getting at. So it's mm-hmm. quite interesting that this comes up in this book because it's the same thing that, that um, she was saying about aligning. If she's going to work, that has to align with her personal values more and more. And the older she gets, I think she's like 40, she said. The older she gets, the more, like, she's starting to feel that. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's gonna be on both sides. It's not just a masculine thing. I think it's just mm. it's a human thing. It's a maturity thing as well. So, you, you your perspective of the world changes, and you realize what's more important. And giving your gift to the world, so to speak, is is a lot more important than just just working for the pound or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, currency that you're working for. So to. to Clean the clarify, not even to clarify, just to end on that last note on page 22. He says, To honor your edge, honor your choices, be honest with yourself about them, be honest with your friends about them. A fearful man knows he is fearful, who knows he is fearful, is far more trustable than a fearful man who isn't aware of his fear. And a fearful man who still leans into his fear, living at its edge, putting his gift out from there, is more trustworthy and more. Tre- and more inspirational than a fearful man who hangs back in the comfort zone and willing to even experience his fear on the day-to-day level. And that's on page 22. Uh, before we go into part five, is there anything else that you wanted to add? No, not for myself. So part of the, five, for, those, for those people out there who haven't actually read the book yet, you'll start to realise why you can manoeuvre through the chapters so quickly because some of the chapters are only like two, three, four pages. So that's part, part of the reason why you can get through the chapter so quickly in the book. So part five, always hold to your deepest realisation. Make your life an ongoing process of being who you are at your deepest, most easeful levels of being. 
everything other than this is pro everything other than this process is secondary. So meaning to live each moment in the moment, the power of now, be truth, be truthful to self, to be selfish is to be selfless. And that's that's what I wrote after um reading that part. Mm. I haven't written any questions for that because as Mace you just explained, some of these chapters you can fly through them. So there wasn't really much to, to add to it. Do you guys want to add anything before I move on? No. All right, so part six, never change your mind just to please a woman. <laughs> if a woman suggests something that changes the man's perspective, then he should make a new decision based on his new perspective, but he should never portray his own deepest knowledge and intuition in order to please his woman or go along with her. Both she and he will be weakened by such an action. They will grow to resent each other. And the, crust of and the crust of accumulated inauthenticity will burden their love, as well as the capacity for free action. And that's on page 25. Do you agree or disagree, and why? Um, myself, I, yeah, I agree. I mean, first, I mean, yeah, I agree. I think one of the things that crossed my mind when you were speaking was, um, don't, ever do, don't ever do what you don't want to do. I mean, I've, I've spent too much time in my life doing what other people want to do rather than what I want to do and that's something I really yeah I regret you know what I mean I regret that definitely and it's probably benefited well naturally it's obviously benefited other people rather than myself and I think if you're in a relationship and you're not doing collectively what you both want to do then naturally that's going to weaken you mm. and like even if you're speaking as individuals if she wants to do something and you don't but you decide to do it I mean, you, you, I don't know, you're probably not going to be in the best place to do what she wants to do. You know what I mean? You're not going to do said thing with the same enthusiasm as if you wanted to do it. And the same would be vice versa. What about you, Mace? You know what? When I was younger, um, and P, I, uh, your, the comments were very good, actually. I, I agree with a lot of things you're saying. I think it come, what you said comes with maturity, actually. Maturity wiseness but also you, you start to realize and i think all three of us can speak on this 20 years ago or 15 years ago i felt like i had so much more time than you have now you know what i'm saying i don't know if it's that comes with responsibility where, or chasing goals dreams whatever but when i was younger when almost like i was i was kind of just out there doing foolishness chasing down girls i'll, I'll do a very very um acceptable like accommodating acceptable like even things that might not even rest well my moral compass, not moral compass, resting well with me doing, if I was trying to please a female, I would do them. Do you know what I'm saying? But now, I think, honest, honestly, and we had a conversation off air the other day, it was quite interesting, but honestly, I think the best thing you can go into now, if you're getting into, if you're going into something with a woman, um, relationship-wise, or just be, from the off, the, the best thing you can do is be honest, because you know what, once you've got that, that point of honesty from the very off, whether they like it or not, if it comes to eight months down the line, you can always refer back to the point and said, look, I always told you this at this point. I always told you this. And just because we've got more serious doesn't mean my mindset's changed. I've told you this from day dot. So you can always refer back to. So I, I do believe that just be open and honest from the start. And in all essence, if you're open and honest from the start and you're not Mr. Agreeable or Mrs. Agreeable, then you're going to have less problems later on down the line because once that that kind of, um, that lack of authenticity wears off. You can't keep up a pretense forever. So once that lack of authenticity wears off, you're just creating problems for yourself. All of a sudden, 
you might have bought a house together, you might have had a child together, and now 12 to 18 months down the line, you're like, you know what, I ain't putting up this, I can't keep up this pretense. Man's an alcoholic or man goes out of my boys and does whatever. You can't keep it up forever. You're just gonna hurt, you're just gonna mash it yourself internally, and you're gonna and 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 the same, you're gonna mash up a relationship if you're a man, that is. Same with a woman. So I think I honestly think just be open and honest from the start. If there is places where you can you can meet in the middle, you can you can just have some common ground, or where like there's a, or you have your own preferences and or she has her own preferences and, and you can respect each other's preferences and just be like, you know what, that's what he likes to do, what she likes to do. I don't like doing that, but I'll let him do that because I know that's his that's his um that's his um that spirit or mood or that's her wind down so that I, you know it takes the pressure off from the week wherever it is then you have that in place simple as that I, I honestly there was some there's some things in this book that i really do agree with that's i guess that's one of them that was one of them yeah <laughs> honestly i'm telling yeah, oh, cool. you you can leave it you can you, and you, some someone reading this book yeah like i think some of it you're you're not gonna get or not gonna agree with. Some of it you will. I think if you can, if you've got a personal experience that ties in with what's being said in a particular chapter, that's when it resonates. If you haven't, sometimes it's hard to fathom. That's what I would say. Anything else you want to add there, Mace? Okay. No, nothing myself. No. Cool. I agree. By the way, just mm-hmm. just to. But there's no point in me re, re going because I, I agree with what, what you're both saying. So, yeah, I agree. So, part seven, your purpose must come before your relationship. Every man knows that his highest purpose in life cannot be reduced to any particular relationship. If a man prioritizes his relationship over his highest purpose, he weakens himself, deserves the, the, this serves the universe and cheats his woman of what authentic man who can offer her full undivided presence. And that's on page 27. If you had to choose the perfect intimate relationship or achieving your highest purpose in life, what mm. would you choose and why? That is tough, man. That is That's very why tough. I asked it, bro. again. <laughs> if you had to choose the perfect intimate relationship or achieving your highest purpose in life, what would you choose and why? I don't know. Is this book or... Um, yeah, maybe because I knew we are going to have this conversation today. Um, I yeah, because you know I thought we were gonna um, based on our well, we weren't we're having like friendly debate. Obviously, going back and forth on the topical thing we we're talking about. We can, we can go into that at some point as well. Yeah. Okay. So um, I was thinking to myself, uh, not that I was preparing for a debate, but I was you know thoughts just you know just come in your mind, and I was thinking. To be fair, this this kind of not to keep on cutting you, but kind this of is here. this is it. <laughs> More or less, so we can chop it up now. Um, okay, um, I want to move. Not anyway. I think whether men or people like to admit it, love has to be rank one, two in what people want in life. I don't see. Don't pay Mace no attention. Yeah, I'm paying. You're not giving me no attention, bro. I'll blank on my screen. Yeah, no, no, they don't need to do that. Don't. I think whether people want to admit it or not. By being in love or feeling loved um, alongside your passions or what have you. I'm not saying one is higher than the other, because mm. I think for other people it will be different depending on what they want. But it's theirs, right? Rank one, two, and three, if not one between one and two. I just think I'm going to say men more than women 
I'm not going to agree with that, in my humble, my humble opinion. So just to clarify, just to clarify, you're saying that men will choose love. No, I'm saying like, no, okay. You will choose love. No, 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 actually, I wouldn't, by the way. Um, no, it'd be okay. very difficult. So, so you, all right, so referring back to the, to, to the original question, because I don't want us to, to stray too far away from it. Okay. You would choose a perfect intimate relationship over achieving your highest purpose in no life. Chance. But no, what I'm saying is, no, what are you saying? No, what I'm saying, I probably danced around. Okay, what I'm saying is, I would choose my purpose, and I don't. I'll, I'll remove the no chance, but I'll remove. No, sorry, <laughs> I would choose my purpose because ultimately yeah. that's what I feel I'm here for on on this yeah. earth to achieve my purpose, and I like to believe, obviously, on that path, I will find love. Let's say, mm. but I'm saying. What you, the question was, would I choose love or my purpose? And I'm saying, I believe, like, within people's wants and needs, I think love is in the top three. But we're talking about two things here. But men themselves would not like to admit that love is high on their agenda. I don't agree with that. Okay. okay. But, um, <laughs> you could answer, Mace. I mean, then... Then I'll answer. Then we can we can debate it if if it's still necessary. Yeah, I think it's. I think I'm gonna and I'm I am gonna dance around, but I will get to my point. Yeah, because there's so many scenarios that spring up with this. Yeah, if you can find, you have a purpose. You have a set purpose before you met a woman who's 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 um swept you off your feet that like you never thought you'd feel any way about. You might have a set purpose or a goal, and nothing or no one at that particular time when you've got that purpose or goal in mind is gonna stop you. You come across someone. I think, I honestly think the best type of person you can come across is the person that understands you have this particular purpose. I don't know if it says it's in the book, if we discussed this actually, but uh, oh, it says it in the book, so I won't go into it. But if you can find someone who understands your sense of your purpose and can either A, work with you on that purpose or B, realise, you know what, you've got a purpose and a goal um, to achieve. And I, and roughly, I know roughly what you're what you're aiming at in terms of the time scale. And guess what? Once you've achieved that, I know that I'm gonna have the whole of you. And I know how much of a per, a great person you can be for me once I get the whole of you. Am I willing to wait those three years it might take for you to wait and assist you for you in those three years where I know I'm gonna not gonna get the best of you, but guess what? Getting half of you is even something special. And then I know that after that, I've got a lifelong of specialness. Or am I just going to be an absolute tyrant in you trying to achieve your purpose when I knew all along you've told me you want to do this, yet now that we're 12 months or 18 months down the line, I'm kind of bugging out feeling, nah, nah, you need more time with me. Like, forget that you've met me now. I just, yeah. Personally, I just think, like, if you've already had that purpose in mind before you met, before you met the lady or met someone, you have to, for honest, as I said in the last chapter, Honesty, you've just got to be honest. If you've been honest at the beginning, then for me, you haven't been dis you haven't been out of order or disrespect. If you said, look, this is my goal, this is what I'm working towards, this is my journey, this is the reason why I haven't been locked, um, tied down in a relationship because no one's been able to deal with it. If you can deal with it, I'm more than happy for you to jump in the passenger seat on my journey all the way straight up the M1. I'm not coming off at Birmingham or wherever, I'm coming off in like Northampton. So are you willing to come on the ride? Because any diversions, you can get out and, you know, you can order an Uber. But when you have to, you have to, I'm going on this journey. So for me, if you've already had that purpose, if, sorry, if you've got a purpose and it's really, you know, 
that's the thing in your head, then I think most people are going to say, sorry, that's me generalizing, but I think you have to follow that purpose because it's going to be detrimental to any relationship that comes in, whether that's the person of your dreams that comes in. The only way for me it will work is if that person who comes in, you've explained that purpose to them and they are willing to, maybe they have a similar purpose or goal. That would be perfect. But they, if they can understand or they're willing to assist you, if they're going to give up what they have or what, or what they're working towards, because actually your purpose or goal is so important to you and they'll assist you on that journey until you achieve that mission, in my opinion. So uh, what would you choose? What would I choose? Um, and why? It okay, it depends. If... If um, well, sorry, you don't mind me interjecting because you're thinking. I mean, you've kind of said you're unsure what your gift is, so I don't know. Yeah, um, so that's why I'm trying to think like outside of my domain, if that makes sense. Okay. All right, but while you're thinking, I personally, I would, I would choose my highest purpose in life and the reason why is because as i guess alluding to what you were saying mace is before you was any in in any kind of relationship you've been born with a gift to share with the world so you'll be doing a disservice as the author says if you don't give your gift to the world and i don't and that's not to say that i don't want or I don't perceive as having love and having an intimate relationship as high priority because I do but my highest priority is my life's work so to speak or my life's purpose so if I had to choose hands down I'm going to choose my highest purpose in life every time I think do you know what else came to mind when you were answering P it's say for instance you're with a partner and, and this is, I know this is really, um, I know this is really like be, thinking extremely now, but you're with, you've got your main purpose, your partner knows your main purpose, they know that that's your main purpose, they're secondary, but they're okay with that fact. They then become terminally ill for four years and you have to, you then have to care for them then, and you can't concentrate on your main purpose. That's what came to my mind, a scenario cool. like that. Okay, that, that's a, not a bad analogy. Yeah. Now what happens? Example, sorry. Yeah. Um, now what okay. happens? All right, this is, let me all right, let me give 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 the, the listeners, the viewers, an insight <laughs> into Andrew. All right, <laughs> there is nothing on this on God's green earth that is going to stop me from living my purpose, getting to the top of that mountain. I genuinely believe that. Yeah. All right, I'm not going to share that, but I, there's nothing. I believe there's no one better than me, all right? Obviously, that's a journey, but that's how I feel, all right? And this, and I'll give you another thing, all right? I don't know, no one's going to laugh as such. But I also believe, this is for a man who's not in a relationship and actually never been in, like, a long-term relationship. I actually believe in my heart, and maybe through things I've learned about myself, falling in love or being with someone is going to make me probably 10 times as strong, stronger than I, I feel now, which is ridiculous anyway. You know what I mean? Like, I'll be on Superman level. So, the argument, not argument, the debate we're having the other day as to, I think it was, um, I don't want to do hypotheticals, but like, yeah. yeah. A real life scenario. We don't have to it's make a real it. life, but you don't have to put yeah. no names. Okay. Exactly. It's a real life scenario. Say, you can just say boy blue and 
Cool. Just say, just say Josh and Tina or something. You get me? Cool. All right. Josh is in a relationship. Josh has got his purpose. Has been very clear with his purpose from the from the onset. A with himself, but also with his partner as well. Tina, um, who's been in a relationship with Josh for uh, let's say eighteen months, is now beginning to question. Let's say, where is this relationship going? Josh has said, well, you've known from the onset, I'm going, uh, I'm going in this direction, you know what I mean? And you just happen to be on my, on my bus or in my car. We're going in this direction. I, in hearing this, you know, it, it kind of tickled me for a moment. But actually, mid, when I was laughing, I said, wait a minute, Tina's got a point here. When do you begin, when do you start actually working on this relationship? Forget the fact that you want to be in this relationship or not, but you're in this scenario. When do you begin working in this relationship? Because actually, as I know, your purpose never stops. I'm going to be doing what I no seriously. I'm going to be doing what I do to the day I die. I'm. I already know. You know, I already I know every single almost every single step. I know how this is going to play out. So, but if I um oh, because we were talking about percentages. So yeah. again, obviously, my question um last week was. Kind of, what's the balance? What's the percentage as to your purpose and your relationship? And mm. again, I don't know if I did. I put this in a post. What are people calling like investment or commitment towards a relationship? I'm not talking about taking your girl out to a restaurant or what have you. I'm talking about actually really planning, like planning your relationship as to a even what she wants. Because ultimately, yeah. I think you're gonna have, there's gonna be a lot of satisfaction in terms of helping her assist, helping her achieve what she wants to achieve. And likewise, I'm going to need all the help I can get, you know, all the help I can get. I know that. That's these are things mm-hmm. that I've learned over the over in recent time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was it, really. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, sorry, it, go on. P, sorry, and I raised the point, yeah, back to the Josh and Tina scenario. I raised the point in terms of being in terms of a commitment to a lady. Yeah, there's probably more, but the three or four I come up with was marriage, kids, um, joint account property together yeah there's probably more but those are those sprang to mind straight away like those are big commitments yeah if you within that what's the first kind of step if you're just if you're just a traditional kind of man and woman out of those three or four i've mentioned sorry i was thinking about something you said before so i'm gonna ask you yeah i'm gonna say where i'm gonna save my um she's terminally ill now we're saving her b that's what we're doing um, so sorry. that's your that would be your priority. That would be yeah, your favorite now, yeah. Not, so she's terminally ill, but it's it could take four to six years. So that means your main purpose is on hold. How old am I? Fair enough. But okay. either way, I mean, I, I I can I can multi. I mean, not multitask. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I can't do. I'm not doing just one thing. I will give her my undivided attention. I'm, if I'm, one has to suffer, it's going to be your purpose. That's what you're saying. I think I would. Yeah, I think yeah, I really do. I, I think so. I mean, I'd, obviously, I'd make decisions. There's absolutely no way I'm... Yeah, I think I would um, give my attention to her. That's what okay. I think I would do. All right. I'm not sure, actually. Back, so, to the Josh, back, back to Josh and Tina. So what I was saying, because you obviously gave a good point and, you know, actually, she's got a point. Hold on. But what we've missed out is Josh, within the next three months or so, is going to be... Is actually putting, getting himself in a position where she can move in with him at no cost to her. Cool. There's three or four big commitments. Do we, well, there's probably more, but let's just say those are four I've mentioned and there's an almost an order. Yeah? Almost, you'd say, in most cases, there's an order, yeah? Not all cases, I know that, but in most cases, there's an order. Is that not the first? 
It is. Um, I actually like we. This is again. That was another good point you raised. Well, now and also then as well. I think it is a big commitment as to um, a relationship. Someone moving in. Someone moving in with you. But I don't even know. Like I don't know. I'm moving with housemates. Does that make so that's a bad example. But like <laughs> that's a bad example, right? But um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like I think so- sometimes moving in with someone is almost like war of a duck's back. You know, as in there's there's convenience. That, I'll tell you, there's convenience attached. Some men have no choice. Um, um, I, I don't, there's a lot of that. Bro, it's not easy, bro. It's not. It's not. It's not war if a duck's back, though. It's not just to have someone else in your space within cohabiting with each other, and it's more than just friends. Like if you if you've been at uni and you've moved in with a few housemates, it's different. It's a whole different vibe. Do you know what I mean? But. Like living, living with someone that you're intimate with, that's a whole different kettle of fish, bro. You know what? Because you've moved in with someone, or vice versa, it doesn't mean you're committed to the relationship, towards the development of the relationship. Jesus. Okay. You know what? I don't want to I don't go too deep. You know what? I agree with that. I agree with that last part. I'm not going to lie. On, in some instances, yeah, that's true. I've, I've, I've but, been in the situation still. Obviously, <laughs> I, I, I can't... You, that, that, you know what? Sorry. Let me just cut you. I'm glad you said that. You know what it is? Men are full of shit, man. That's what I believe. Just absolutely full of shit. Um, excuse my French. Do you know the reason why I say that? I say that for because for experience. But even like yeah. last night, I don't want to go in too depth because it's quite um, um, sensitive as such. I was looking at, I was on, my, on IG, scroll past something, and um, there was a video. I watched the video. A guy was having a conversation with a girl. He said mm. something I thought was wild. And I thought, I was just going to scroll past. I said, no, nah, I'm not scoring past. I said, that was mad. I said, I'm not even gonna I said, I said, I'm not even gonna lie. That was wild. And I exclamation, exclamation, went about my business. Pers- anyway, people loaded come in. What was mad? What was mad? Blah blah. And I thought, are you stupid or something? And I thought, I thought I'm gonna give this time. So I wrote a response, and I'm not surprised. Well, girls were like liking my comment, DMing me saying, like, thank you. I mean, I, it wasn't rocket science. I didn't understand. And then this morning I woke up and I saw another one. I thought. I'm going to give you time, but I do want to, again, I don't like being specific and giving crazy examples, hence the Josh and the Tina, because I was going to give examples of real life people. But again, yeah. I didn't want to drag people into a big yeah. debate on, on Instagram. And I was like, blah, 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 blah. I was like, what, what, what are you men not seeing about this or don't understand? As, anyway, I can't go too deep into it because it's a bit crazy. I'm trying to be the face of the feminist voice right nah, now. No, it's not. Just, so my, no, no, no. My the point is... The, the night and that. Nah, I'm playing the night role. All right. My point is, I just think sometimes us men just act like... I, I, I don't know. I, I just... Me moving mad sometimes. I just don't see... Um, I don't know. Some of the pictures that they're... Women are... Not pictures. Um... I think you get my point anyway. Understand. Yeah, but women mad. move mad as well. Anyway, we can go into this, but we can, sorry, we can go into this all night because women move mad as well, people. No, they do. Facts. Sorry. I think my I think, part, no, no, I'm not denying that. I think my point or some of my learning and in my understanding, yeah. even from some of our previous books, is I've sat down, I've gone, Oh, he said it here. I mean, in the book, as to men have like um not that women don't have a purpose, but men have like a, let's say a purpose. I think he's broke it down differently. Men have a purpose and women want to feel loved, blah, blah, blah. And I've just learned to understand that a little bit more. And I just think to myself, um, if men's, we're so head up, headstrong as to our purpose, where it's making money, this, that, and the third, 
that we completely forget and, and almost your relationship your relationship becomes secondary and you don't know I think we don't know how to build relationships that's another thing don't have to build relationships you're with someone and all of a sudden oh it's, oh we've had this conversation I think maybe maybe on a previous season oh what'd you do after when you've been with a girl for two years you get engaged don't you just what you do isn't it <laughs> not me <laughs> not me <laughs> after three years you're supposed to have a baby isn't it you're supposed to. <laughs> After four, you're supposed to get married, aren't you? No. I, I just think, I think there's, I don't know. And while I was explaining it, in this little debate or argument, I was like, I said, some of us, when we were younger, I said, if you look back in hindsight, we were moving mad when we were young, when we were chasing girls and all that type of stuff. And I was yeah. like, some of us, like, our, our moves were so juvenile. Oh, like, I see yeah, so our moves were mad juvenile. And I was like, some of those characteristics remain today in certain, in certain people's um, um, DNA and the way they behave. I mean, I was, yeah. like, I was like, in fact, what I said was, I'm big 30, I said 30 plus. I'm big 35. And I'll tell you right now, like, for not women listening, because it doesn't really matter. Men will laugh too. Guys still go, yo, how many girls you talk Like, sometimes how many girls you're talking to? Or like, not in my circle, not in our like circles, that. bro. <laughs> nah, not like that. Not like that. But well, you know, oh, cool. We sometimes talk about dating. As to oh, yeah, yeah. but I don't tell you like how many girls you. No, 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 no. So, 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 so what I mean, okay, remove the um the type of um and the way the question was asked. What I'm saying is those conversations still happen, still happen, and yeah. sometimes those conversations happen when someone has a girlfriend. Like, you know, mm. I don't know if you're agreeing or disagreeing, but what I'm saying is no. I'm just, I'm just, I can't like. Yeah, that I there's no there's no one in and around me at all, including you two, that like I know behaves like that. Cool, we can, can no, as much I, of that. No, no, I, no, I want to say something, but it sounds like Peace had to throw someone under the bus. Yeah, no, don't, I don't I don't know who you're trying to throw, but don't do it on here. If, if no, no, of course not, of course not. There's someone course. within the vicinity that I know of that is doing that because I'm not aware of that. No, no, no. Anyway, forget like, but yeah. anyway, for what's me, the point you're trying to make, bruv? I'm just saying that like, we still move like juvenile, like some of some like men. Are you some... talking about not obviously not us, but are you talking about men in general? Yeah, men in general. I think some of the characteristics we we um we we grew up on in terms of I'm um, using an example of like chasing girls and stuff like that are still yeah. with us today. But that would be the same for many other things. And in so women, the way they develop in terms of their maturity, then obviously they I don't know have um not have a drive, but they you know they want they want to settle down, they want to be in a relationship, but because of some of the things we used to do when we were younger, we haven't, I don't know, we don't, we don't see those things the same as to wanting to build a relationship the way they do in some cases. I swear, I swear down, yeah, I've seen it from both perspectives, honestly. And like, if you would come to me, if you'd speak to me about this, like 10, I don't know, between eight and 12 years ago, I would probably be in 80 to 90% agree, agreement with you. Yeah? But honestly, in the last like four or five years, last few years, I've seen, honest, I've seen it. I've seen, can't even speak on things that I've seen and heard, but I've just been gobsmacked at how- From both sides, from yeah, both I've, sides. Yeah, I've been, no, that's the point I'm making. I've been, yeah. I'm sure if I haven't shared the story with you, 
I'll sh- I can share it off air, but I've, I'm sure I have, but you may be forgotten. I've been... I remember. Yeah, I've been... <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I'm not... Like, I remember. I know, I, know was, you, I know what you're talking about. That's wild. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying... I'm not even meeting... Yeah, go on, go on, go on. Yeah, I'm not saying women are always innocent. No, but that's how you you you. That's how you making it sound. Is that they they they're fully um innocent in this thing or no 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 not moving mad. No no no. What I'm essentially what I'm saying is, is I think ultimately I think we have different perspectives, um, like on on building a relationship. Men, of course, of course. But this is this is what part of the book he he mentions it numerous amount of times, right? Um, in just in terms of how we view relationships. Anyway, this is how we were built. And I'm saying men more often generalizing, but I'm saying more often than not, neglect that. I think men sometimes when we get in relationships, it's almost like job done, sealed. And then people go back on back on that, that bus, that train, and work on their purpose. Whereas, you know, there are stages, you know, and then instead of finding yourself, oh, I got I got Tina, I got Tina pregnant. And we often I mean not we, but people often find themselves in a situation. Oh, we're having a kid. I might as well stay with her, you know? Oh, man. I mean, you laugh because we, we know what we're talking like, You know, I've, we've seen it before. Mm. No planning, no... Um... Anyway. Yeah, but do you know what, though? No, I don't want to... We, we, we've kind of taken a few side streets and ended up on a whole different road. Let me just throw it back to you, Mace, and just to clarify before we move on. Yeah. Did you answer on what you would choose and why in regards to an intimate relationship or a highest purpose in life? Um, I think the best answer I can give is if, and this is what I was, because right now, obviously, I'm in a relationship and I'm, I'm in a relationship that, um, you know, this that's not my main focus, but obviously, if something was to come up now within the next year where I was like, you know what, the next 10 years I'm going to dedicate to this, whether it's a business side or whatever it is, I know that first and foremost, my priority is my relationship because obviously that comes first. If you're in a position, and I'm generalizing here, but if someone's in a position where they, they've already discovered or know their purpose, and then someone comes along, it, the best thing they can do is be honest with that person. And then for me, that person that they're with has to recognize, and for me, that person has to recognize, and also, the, in answer to your question, the purpose should be the main focus. And because what will happen is, um, in my opinion, that person never gets to achieve their purpose as you put peace say like 12 months down the line the person that becomes pregnant whether it's it might be slightly planned slightly accidental as in when i say semi-planned like maybe we didn't plan this now maybe in four years but it's happened and obviously we're in a long-term committed relationship i'm not we're going to stay with we're going to have it eventually that and that person if that person never got a, not never got a chance to achieve their purpose not necessarily you're going to achieve it never got a chance to achieve their purpose there will be grudges held bro there will be when the, when the argument thrives up, oh, but you knew how important this was to me, and then we and then look now, there's gonna be there's gonna be occasions where you're gonna even if it's 18 years old or 21 years old, a child moves out, goes to university, whatever, and then you're like, shit, like I've done, like my 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 attention got thrown elsewhere, raised the child, which obviously took my main priority and purpose, and I didn't have a chance to think about what I was meant to be doing 18 years ago, and all of a sudden, shit, I never achieved what I wanted to. I'm t- the amount of people that I've seen where their parents, as soon as they turn 18, 21, the parents are divorced and gone, bruv. Because they got, not sidetracked, but it was like, right, the little one, everything else obviously is on the back burner. Or you're just looking after the little one so much, working to make sure you can provide for the family. 
and actually that main purpose they never got to achieve and there's a there's a sense of um of, re of re re resentment so I, that's that's the way that's the best way i can structure my answer in terms of you've already had that purpose or goal and you're working towards that and someone jumps in your whip here and they jump in the car and you're like i'm going in that direction only you can either assist me maybe you have the same maybe you, you've waved me down because you're going the same route as me so that's why you've jumped in and we're working towards a similar thing so that works perfectly but apart from that don't tell me to come off hair and take a detour because it's not going to work. That's where I sit. That's where I sit with it. You know what? Just like I, I think you again raised some good points. Um, as to it doesn't have to be getting someone pregnant. I'm also looking like at the guy because if the guy is holding resentment, I'm looking at you. There's a lack of focus there, bro. How, how have you got someone pregnant? No, you can't. That anyway. That's, I don't care. That's, that's, <laughs> I don't care. That was, a, that was a, just a small example that sprung in my head, but. <laughs> You can't, bro. If you're, uh, I want to take that. Because no, no, we'll end up ten minutes on this subject now. Because I'm gonna have to respond, and then you'll respond, and then let's just, yeah. Lack of focus, but go on. Oh. Yeah. Nah, bro. You can't say that. Hey, right, let's move on before we, yeah. we go on a whole different agenda. All right. So part eight. Lean just be, lean just be, lean just beyond your edge. Struggle to get that up. Huh? All right. So on page twenty nine. Once you're honest with yourself about your real edge, it is best to lean just beyond it. Very few men have the guts for this practice. Most men either settle for the easy path or self-aggrandize self themselves by taking the extreme hard path. And that's on page 29. What does fair look like to you? Um, I don't know, but I mean, as you're reading that, the first thing that came to mind was like, even, even like, I mean, I was thinking about going for a walk today and I probably will go for a walk. I know it's late, but I'm going for a walk today because I'll need to take, take the edge off, take the edge off how I currently feel. Not necessarily as to this conversation, but just in general. Um, yeah, just in general. I need to take the edge off. I need to go out, I need to calm down and then come back and then and then go to bed nice and easy. You know what I mean? Um, but what does fear look like to me? Um, I'm not even too sure. Um what would scare the hell out of me is not knowing what I wanted from life. That would petrify me. I don't know what, I don't know, I honestly don't know what, um, I don't know what that looks like. I don't know how, I, would, I, I don't know what it looks, I don't know what that looks like. Um, fear to me at this moment in time is the inability to, to, the inability to, to, the inability or lack of confidence to believe I can achieve what I can achieve. That is also, that scares the shit out of me. That would scare, that would petrify me. I've actually been, I've kind of been there before and I had to sit and really plan things out, but that was just more, more mental rather than anything. There's probably more, but they're the two things that come to mind. At the moment in my life, what fair looks like to me is being in the same position I'm in, in 15, 20 years, exactly the same. And when I say same position, I mean, um, uh, what do you call it? What's the hamster wheel? What do they call it? The thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well. Yeah, is that yeah? Basically, yeah, is uh, yeah. Whatever they call that. So just being being stagnant, basically, that is my biggest fear. But yeah, that's my essentially my biggest fear. Just being stagnant, being in the same yeah. place, same position. It's, no, it's funny you should say that. I was just, I, I, I think when I first wrote the question, I pondered it, then I um, kind of let it flee out of out of mind. And as you was talking, my my response was. Similar to yours, and I guess I guess it's a, a fair the acceptance of 
no, good, good of, of of how my life is now. Like I fear yeah. that. Like I just accept yeah. it for what it is, for where it is now. Like I fear that that becomes normalized and I don't yes. keep pushing. I fear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a perfect way to put it. Exactly that. Exactly that. Cool.